The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Well, hello and welcome to The Chaser Report live in Artie. Nice. Yeah, well, I think the reason that Charles has done this is to answer the question, who are the people who would turn up to a podcast in an art gallery? Like, who is that nerdy? Yes, good. So we're gonna we're gonna talk mainly about art tonight, but um, the way we wanted to kick it off, well, the way I wanted to kick it off was uh, to bring up the topic of should arts funding be abolished? Because uh, uh, just explain uh, what you're seeing in this room here. Which you, this is all by Jennifer Ford Hayter, who's there. That's the artist. And her name is apt because I think I hate her because (laughs) she spent about a month trailing around, you know, the Chaser office and, you know, following all the interns and watching us do, you know, and taking photos every single day. And I'm not in the fucking exhibition. (laughs) Everyone else is. Like, oh, look, John, the intern. (laughs) Big fucking huge wall-sized poster of it. Lachlan, the podcast producer, <laughs> another wall. Alexa, another intern, oh fucking gets a nude. Andrew Hansen, who doesn't the, even work on the thing now. Yeah, she flew down to Melbourne for one day, yeah. gets a photo of Andrew, puts it up. Right? Those... Those fucking post-it notes in our office. Hey, hey. Got a more prominent position than me. It's really good handwriting. We wrote those. (laughs) I think. To be fair, I mean, there is a picture of a suit there. I presume she photoshopped you out of that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Charles is in this. It does show show that Jennifer has extraordinary taste. Yeah, Yeah, it's great. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I think only took one photo of Andrew and it won, doesn't it won awards or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. two awards. Two it's won two awards. This photo of Andrew has won two awards. And he's not even yeah. here. Yeah. The photo of Charles is the toilet paper tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a small photo. Because I know you're all desperate. You're all going, but where's the photos of Charles, right? <laughs> and there's a small one at the front that she sort of, like, like I think she just got it developed a big, W or something like that. Right. And then and then there's one round there and that's it. The right? So I think the point is that all arts funding should be abolished. Jen, I think you should take photos of this moment and then develop them later. And then you would look at it later and go, yeah, those don't work. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> no, it'll be a whole exhibition called Charles' Rage. What's wrong with my technique? <laughs> What, what, I, what, I, what I would love everyone to do tonight is to take as many photos as you can and Photoshop Charles out of them. Yes. <laughs> be, be stunning. Yeah. It's yeah. good to know, Charles, that you have a face for podcasting but not for art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
But you've you've been on the receiving end of you you've 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 kind of uh, worked out how to game the arts funding system. Oh yeah. Uh, you had a museum uh, piece a few years ago. Yes. Called the Museum of Words. Yes. How did that come about? <laughs> it so was a this big scam, was, wasn't it? This was the greatest <laughs> scam of my life, and I think actually also one of the greatest things I've ever done, actually. <laughs> Which is in 2012. Um, yeah, why did we do? I can't even remember why we did it, but I think we just wanted to make a bit of money, right? And so we thought, what is? How do you make the most amount of money for the least amount of work, right? And we obviously thought, like Jennifer, art, right? Like, and so and so, what we did is we came up with a. That's right, because. City, oh, this is really sad because, you know, I love City of Sydney. Aren't they great? But we did sort of scan them. But so City of Sydney were doing their cultural grants. Every year they do cultural grants. They give arts grants out. And, and so and it was coming up and so I applied. I said, why don't we photocopy a whole lot of words, put them on a piece of paper and... and uh, put them on walls and we'll call it a museum of words, right? <laughs> and so I then wrote up this application describing, you know, this museum of words, which was literally just photocopied pieces of paper on a wall, and they gave me $20,000 to do it. <laughs> and it was fucking fantastic and it was so good. And then, and then some other funder came on for another seven and a half grand because, like, we'd got this arts grant and suddenly I was in, like, the arts grant you know, industrial complex industry, right? And we had so much fun. We, we spent like $1,000 on the invitations. And the way we did the invitations was we did, we, we got black cardboard and then we printed it in black and, and sent it out to everyone. And then, and then, and then the whole concept, because we were, got a bit ambitious because you got $27,000 to spend, right? Sure. And so we went... Why don't we get famous people to donate words, right? And then the idea is that they're not allowed to use that word while it's donated to the gallery. So we wrote to everyone. We wrote to, we wrote to Gina Reinhardt and she, she donated the word perseverance. <laughs> with this really shitty sort of like arrogant conservative uh, description of the word. Um, and then, and then we wrote to the Queen. This is this is the best one. We wrote to the Queen. She replied, <laughs> saying that she wouldn't donate a word. They're very polite. That's great. <laughs> yeah, no. She's like, I own all the words. <laughs> Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> I presume she wrote this down, though. Yeah, no, she donated like a hundred words, words explaining <laughs> that she wouldn't donate a word. What yeah. a cunt. To make sure. <laughs> <laughs> God rest her soul. To make sure they didn't they didn't steal any of the words, she wrote it on white paper and white ink. <laughs> yeah, so, well, the British Empire is very white. So. The, um, it's just so it's interesting. That's a much stronger argument for getting rid of arts funding <laughs> than the fact that you're not in this exhibition. I've got to say, Charles, I would I would have opened with that. No, no but the the, but but we, the funny thing was that okay. So what happened was we then. Uh, because the whole point about art is you've got to get publicity, you've got to get people to come along, right? So we then, like the day before it launched, because we hired this beautiful the Chalice Gallery or something like that, like Chalice Studios or something, Chalice Street. Clearly fond in, in your heart, yeah. In, uh, in Potts Point, like this amazing building to 
put up all the photocopied words. And um, and did you even frame them? I can't even remember. Yeah, we framed them. They did actually look quite good. Yeah, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I mean, it printed out a little core. We had a description of each word, like you know, there was like a definition, a, de- a dictionary, uh, and we had a whole, <laughs> we had a gift shop. We had a gift shop, like what a dictionary. Yeah. No, no, like we had a di- we had a Paper. definition of dictionary, which was called a portable museum of words. Right? <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. And, and and you could buy the words. Couldn't you, you could buy the words. Oh yeah, yeah. It was art. <laughs> it was all about money. Yeah. Uh, and people did buy. But they, How much were the words going for? Uh, like two hundred bucks. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so then um, is, you really you, you really invented NFTs before <laughs> NFTs invented. Like you actually came up with the best idea you ever had and failed at it. <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, but to get publicity for the event, I. Uh, rang up the art critic at the Herald, uh, this lovely woman called Susan Wyndham, um, who I treated very poorly, right? Because the first... So, so I, I started out by pointing out that it was a total scam and criticising our funders, going, this is, this is an entire scam... Um, the, you know, the city of Sydney should be ashamed <laughs> for funding this. <laughs> it's just a whole lot of words on a wall. <laughs> right. We, just to get publicity. Like, it was sort of performance art, right? Like, I, I wasn't actually saying that. Just, just to get the numbers in, right? right. And then... And then we were trying to get... And that got, like, that went viral. Like, there was the top story in the Herald that day. And then we went, how do we milk it? So my producer and I sat down. We went, how do we milk it for another news cycle? Like, get a second bite of the cherry. We went, we've got to stage a fight. And you have to sack me, right, for saying such awful things about arts funding, right? And so we orchestrated it. And we're just sitting there. And I texted... No, I tweeted out... Um, I can't believe how shit Tanya Safi is. She's so shit. You're, you know, like, you know, what a disgrace, you know. And changed my bio to not be, you know, founder of the Museum of Words. Right? And so you were saying, I've been she, sacked. I've been with, sacked. Yeah, I've been sacked. Within five minutes, Susan goes, what's the story? And so I'm too angry to talk. Right. <laughs> and she calls Tanya and she, and, and, and at one point she goes, now are you, are you sure you're not just, like, pranking me? You're like, this is legit. And it's like, oh, I'm totally sure. <laughs> and we got a whole extra... And then that went global, right? Like, that actually... The BBC picked it up. I did this long... Anyway, there. Can I just say, sorry, as a young person where getting an arts grant is like finding a needle in a fucking haystack, I'm so mad about this. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I look All I have to do is fake that I'm good at something yeah. and then it's like, oh, here's $20,000. Gabby, I know it's, it's very frustrating and mm. it's obviously an evil act that he did. Yes. But as long as he's never stupid enough to record it and put it out live <laughs> on a podcast, it's fine. He's such a genius, this guy. I almost just feel, like, really cheated because I've worked for him and at no point has he been like, Gabby, here's what you should do to get some extra money. Like, it's like you've been hiding your secrets. It's all in grants applications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, look, we have talked about... We talked about the fact that Charles hasn't made the exhibition and I think we've all agreed that that's a good move, yes. (laughs) Audience is definitely on board for that. Well done, Jen. You've really nailed it. Yeah, Christ. Let's talk about some of the art that did make it. I'd like to... um, 
So if you all turn around <laughs> to the back there, this picture of Mark here. Gabby, can you ex- ex- describe this for the people who can't what, see this picture? In, like for podcast friendly Yeah, yeah. What's, what is Explain uh, Mark there. Mark is attempting to do the Michael Jackson lean. <laughs> And then halfway through looking at the camera, realising he's being documented and immediately regretting that decision. He's thrusting his groin I don't know forward. why. Why? Were we there that day? What is yeah. It was a private solo shoot. So we yeah. let you do that? Yeah. <laughs> no, like I'm just, I feel like a bad friend that I watched you obviously pose like this. And, and you didn't intervene. And didn't intervene you didn't at all. Stop, you didn't stop that crying for me. No, Mark, actually. Mark was like, well, I'll never put this in because they got all these great photos of Charles. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not sure. So, talk, like, so, so yeah, so talk us through that. <laughs> well, yeah, there's clearly a lot behind it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it reeks of single and ready to mingle, doesn't it? I think, my, <laughs> I think, I think, I think my marriage had just ended, and I think that's sort of that comes through in the photo. Yeah, yeah. Interestingly <laughs> enough, that photo was presented by your ex-wife to the court and she got 100% custody and all of the money just yeah. off that photo. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So um, <laughs> at, at the moment, and I guess this is the thing goes goes back to Charles's thing, at the point where you were doing that, did you realise you, you were art? I've always felt I'm art. I feel... <laughs> I feel everything I do is art, yeah. but it was, and it was just nice that someone finally captured it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it's also true that whatever your worst pose is, is the one that will be... Make the show, will yeah. The, I will, yeah. Craig, is there a single photo of you in this exhibition? <laughs> no, no. Right, I'm, so I'm not in got this it. at all. So, so you have no stakes and you're just ready to <laughs> roast. You, yeah. You're too busy working. Wait, is there a photo <laughs> of a plastic bag <laughs> somewhere? But <laughs> Oh Jen. no, Craig, get out, there's a Jen, plastic bottle. Jen flew to Melbourne <laughs> to photograph two seconds of Andrew. Apparently yeah. she couldn't find me in Sydney. No, you were too busy being I'm a wildlife warrior. I'm the one that should warrior. be offended by this yeah. whole thing. <laughs> no, but no. Oh, wait, it sounds like a threat. No, no, but you've, po- you've posed, you must have posed at some point for uh, uh, a portrait of some sort. <laughs> So I, 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 How old I've are you? I've for an Archibald before. What? Have you, have you like sat for one? Well, no, just it, it was actually, but well, it wasn't really planned. It was just a, a friend who was an artist was across the road, and we got really drunk, and he painted me, but he then he didn't finish it. Stunning. So then he he gave me. I literally have rolled up in my in my house. Like he gave me a, a like it's it's like about I'd say four meters by six meter picture of me. He's actually done quite a good job. What the fuck am I going to do with that? <laughs> I am not one of those people who would ever get... I think I find it fascinating people who, like, you walk into the house and go, oh, there's a picture of you. That's good. Mm. Anyone that buys their Archibald <laughs> and puts it on the wall is a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, but I got a good deal on mine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, shit! Oh, yes! <laughs> oh, no! So, wait a minute, you sat for... Y- yes, I sat for one, which was... It was, it was didn't make it. That's why you've never seen it. Um, I think the most... Did you do that pose? <laughs> is that why? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, that is it. That's my one. <laughs> yeah. People don't know, it's the packing room prize, and then there's the ones they burn. <laughs> The, the, the least dignifying part of it is is having to carry it in with the artist to the gallery to be rejected. <laughs> um, Wait, so did they do that in person? No, no, no. Oh, I thought it was like top model. <laughs> I really was yeah. like, they wheel yeah, each was, painting in. They're like, no, yeah. no, it, it definitely was, not. It was Shark Tank. I was saying, <laughs> this this pose means single, ready to mingle. Um, <laughs> 
And uh, yes, and it was rejected. And so yes, uh, it had no inherent. But did you? How did you? How did you find the experience of being painted? Oh, it was um, it was thrilling. It was um, it was good. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. how long did it take? Uh, th- well, I mean, I was probably only you know you took a few photos, uh, some tasteful nudes, and then I did, <laughs> uh, and um, which were just for his private collection. And the uh, but I think I probably only maybe a, an hour or two, and he, he felt like he had enough. Oh right, because yeah. I always thought that the rule with the Archibald was that the person had to sort of sit and you paint them while they were sitting. That is the rule. That's why well, you yes, get in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, I'm, maybe, I'm, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm maybe I'm sorry. The other side. It might have been longer. Now I think about it, it was seven to eight days of. of uh, <laughs> the, you, know, you know the interesting thing about nude painting right now is that so the first person that turned up for this particular get thing today was quite a young hot guy, right? And I thought, wow, this is a lot younger audience than I expected for this. <laughs> to see now. <laughs> it turns out, well, is no offense to all of you. It turns out that the reason was is that this room tonight is normally used for a nude painting exhibition and he's the nude model and they've moved it into the other room over there. <laughs> hey, it's down here. I'm in the wrong room. Yeah. We're all going to look at him at the I end of this. I will leave you right stay now. for the podcast, okay? <laughs> And when, you, and when you see the pose that he goes for... Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's, actually, it's, it's like a, a bit of a carrot and stick. So I've told you there's a hot guy posing nude over there, but also at the end of this, uh, Mark will do that pose again nude as well. Between the two of them, we will all be in the other room very quickly. Yes. You can have one incredible man or settle for three really average ones. <laughs> Thank you and good night. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean that. I think that's a fair call. I didn't mean it. <laughs> I mean, I did, but I'm yeah. going to say I didn't because I need to get paid. Um, so, so, Charles, you haven't sat for... Uh, I never. Thank no. God. No. I was really worried I was the only one on this panel that had yeah, never had you that. Never No, I'm young. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who wants to paint me? They'll be like, cool, painting of young, poor, in a West Sydney person. Yeah. It's not going to go anywhere. Well, they're so common. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but none of us have made it in, though. It's fine. No, no. I mean, we we can't even afford art. We can't because I mean, we're not even, as renters, we're not even allowed to put yeah art stuff up. on the wall. But <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're renters, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Right, it's yeah. funny because yeah, it is interesting because there is a bit of a generational divide in this panel. And I was thinking on the oh. way in here, we do, we got a bit of an art kind of crowd here. So I was trying to write down some of the p- potential topics that Fucking would work hell. with it. You know, and can I just run this past sure. you two to see I if we go put all. Isn't it annoying when you fill all your walls with art so you have to buy a second house? Isn't that... Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Isn't that annoying? It is. Oh, that's so annoying. See? Oh. see oh, look, look. Oh, God, it's and working. It's so relatable for this crowd. And you've got you to play stamp duty. <laughs> so it's such a shame that it's, it's harder to buy art through your super fund now. Yes. It's definitely the case, isn't it? You know what? Doesn't it suck? Doesn't it suck? This is... Everyone is going to be on board yeah, with this Yeah, go one. on. Yeah. Doesn't it suck... When you're trying to build a new, like, part of the gallery and give them the money and get your name on it and stuff, and they do the ethics test and you don't pass. <laughs> Fuck, I hate that. Well, <laughs> well, I thought about just putting up some words in my apartment. Apparently that's going to cost me $20,000. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that now. Sell it. It's fine. Yes. No, but anyway, it's, it's great. I have mould growing in my house that I tell the landlord is art and then hope that he doesn't look too closely. It kind of does look like a dog, though. But uh, hang on, so, uh, why, why isn't the landlord... I've never Fixing understood the mould. Why isn't the landlord responsible for the mould? I live in Sydney, what do you mean? 
Why isn't the landlord fixing the mold? Yeah, why don't I just go buy a house? Like, I don't know. What do you mean? That's like, you get a house in Sydney, you know you're getting mold no, and I potentially like, a lung infection. Like, that's the bare minimum yeah, now. Yeah, but I feel like that, that's the... I, feel I like went to a friend's house like the other day and the, the floor the squelched, dude. Like, I, the, the bar floor, bar coffin. Like, that's mm. where it is. And look, I did get your, your application to me to fix that. <laughs> and I, look, I would have fixed it, but I've seen some great art here tonight and I really feel like... <laughs> Yeah. So the mold in your place is a sort of Rorschach test, is it? Oh, what you, like, what, like, is that what is that? Well, you Sorry, you, you said you saw a dog in it. Yeah, what? yeah, it kind of oh. looks like, like it's kind. Well, you kind of got to squint, but you you <laughs> you squint and like sort of like and then back away, and it kind of looks it's like a, a magic dog. eye puzzle, is what yeah, you're a little bit. Right? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's mold, Mark. I don't know what to tell you. We didn't exactly train it to look the way it did, but every time somebody mentions it, I just say, yeah, maybe it's art. you should convert your house into. I a, rent can't a, convert an art gallery. No, no, no. <laughs> <we're> just, <laughs> Just, just, just put a sign out the front oh, saying art gallery. Like a business. Get a grant. Yes, get a grant. The, the, you can get a grant yeah. to show the problem yeah. with renting no, in Sydney. Yes. You put and then frames you put around the, 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 the mold, mold and put a little signature in the bottom yes. of, like, next to the mold. Yep. Yeah. So that, you know, it's like Do your you art. This is good. And then you get give people stickers and then get a whole lot of people who own property to come in. They'll put stickers around <laughs> all the... Who, how many people do you think I know that own property? I'm genuinely curious. Well, because I can tell you... Doesn't doesn't <laughs> well, yeah, okay, you're all welcome at my house. My share house I will know, hate it. But I presume you own property, but you just rent because... You What's the tax reasons? Tax reasons, yeah. <laughs> no, that's why, that's why anyone in Parliament rents. No, that's Renting as performance art. <laughs> <laughs> I think that look. I think that to be fair, this podcast has taken a kind of a, a bad turn, whereby it's kind when? of whereby it's really people in an older generation picking on people from a younger generation, which is why I'd like to extend that for a second. If we look at this picture over here of Lachlan, right? <laughs> so Lachlan, one of the young interns that helped down the chaser, obviously was exploited by Charles. Obviously, the, you know that's an entire case for the future. Weren't we all? But what's fascinating about art is that it captures the moment. And if you actually look at that piece of art, there is a there is on the wall, there is a little square piece of A4 paper that says, Lachlan will give everyone $110 if Labor wins the election. Signed by Lachlan. I love this. So now the question is, did Lachlan cough up? No. No. He did not. No. So I this personally... is fantastic because what we've now done is, with the, again, one of the younger generation of the chaser is now losing an extra $110. <laughs> Although, actually, to be fair, how do you read that? Is it $110 to everyone as in you, you spread it between everyone well, or everyone involved in the chase that gets $110 from Lachlan? Well, I think everyone in the chase yeah, gets $110. So this is well, that's right, how right? you read it. I, I, I wanted to be nicer because when he made that bet, I knew it was dumb. But I love this is my favourite photo because it's actually – I just complete. I was saying before we went live, I – forgot that that bet ever existed and now it's documented in the biggest yeah, format possible. It's on a photo. And I was just texting him today and he's just bought a PS5. <laughs> and so now I'm kind of like, well, <laughs> you can make up for this bet if well, you just let me I play mean, well, that. Well, my, my, plan, my plan is actually just to dock it. his wages now. Until the debt is paid off. Sort of indentured labour. That Charles is, no, no. That, what, I mean, what is a better lesson for him to not gamble than to make him hock his brand new PS5? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
to pay everyone $100 million. Merry Christmas. But what gave him the confidence to think that Morrison would win? He didn't. He doesn't have confidence. He's a young person. No, he just wanted to be contrarian. <laughs> yeah. So he thought. He thought that. That is true. Actually, that's interesting. Yeah. But no. But a lot of people <laughs> thought Morrison would win. Up until the election, they were just generally in the right wing media. But this is dated eighth of February, twenty twenty two. Oh, this is before he spear tackled like a child, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it was just after his beard. <laughs> and Lachlan went, that's a winner right that's there. That's the winning moment. <laughs> Actually, Lachlan does play soccer. I mean, it's a very real possibility. He saw that slick slide tackle and went, that's my man. Like, I love in that moment that Morrison holds the child <laughs> just a moment too long because in that moment he knows... He's fucked. <laughs> 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 tender, as soon as he lets hug. go, he has to face the consequences of having spear tackled a child. I do also love that that bet is placed above a drawing that we made of Lachlan that was initially meant to audition him for a non-existent show that we heard about like once in the office where they were looking for a young, affable receptionist and Lachlan for some reason thought that was him. So we drew him like a headshot because he didn't have one and it had started out very, very genuine and like Lachlan, young, affable receptionist and somehow turned into Lachlan, sex lawyer. I really, I really wish I could explain how that happened. Does that say sex lawyer? Yeah, it's my handwriting. Um, but I, like, I don't know how we got there and I still couldn't tell you. That is a great concept for a show. Yeah. Yeah. Sex lawyer. Lachlan, but it's also sex a, lawyer. It's also a hole in the market. There's so few sex lawyers yeah. nowadays. It's, it's also the vibe I was going for in my photos. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mark, it's true. Mean, if they said Mark Huffley's sex lawyer, just for any podcast listeners, this is really good stuff if you could see the photo. <laughs> I think that's sex paralegal, actually. <laughs> Sex typist. Poetry <laughs> <laughs> um, of the. Stop it. Stop my mouth. No, the reason I picked that photo is because we've talked about it here. <laughs> you're going to have to put it out on Instagram and everything else to go with this podcast. That's why that's I mentioned it. Yeah, that's good. I would hate for only the people in this room to see that photo. <laughs> it's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. But we've got <sighs> artists in the audience. D- Darren, hello, Darren. How are you, mate? <laughs> oh, um, okay. Yeah, now, Darren, what do you think about. Charles's, I mean, have you had any success with arts funding? Have you uh, gone through grants applications? What do you think about Charles's approach to... Uh... <laughs> took all the great words. <laughs> <laughs> took all the great words. You were in it before us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's right. Because you can only do it once, right, can't you? Because the whole point about art is it's got to be completely unique. Like, like the definition of art is something that's never been done before. Right. Sorry, did but you? Just, sorry, two seconds. Did you just say just change the font? Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Museum of Words, Comic Sans. <laughs> brilliant. I mean, to be fair, That's a thinker. To be fair, <laughs> Charles could probably sue Jen because she has just photographed like. Post yes. the notes. That's that's a dictionary. That's a yeah. That's museum, museum of words. Of words. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, caught. What a hack! <laughs> what a hack! Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com 
slash host. I do, I do feel like that we should probably give Jen a kind of right or reply to the entire oh, yeah. attack yes. we've I done. Th- I think Jen, come up. You can, you can yeah, have yeah, my mic. And, um, oh. Yeah. Great applause. Great applause Welcome to the stage, the artist. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes, exactly, yes Yeah, the movement is going to be just photos of Mark Humphreys <laughs> so I, I'm, su- I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that the, the exhibition isn't just that photo multiple times <laughs> Well, it started off as that oh, That right. was the main image and it was going to be just as big as Alexa And then it slowly got smaller and smaller <laughs> Okay, <God>. okay. <laughs> It is true that it's strange that we haven't mentioned the fact that there's a the, the largest <laughs> picture in the whole room... Nah, don't worry about it. ...is Alexa naked with a <laughs> he, suitcase with money in front of him. If you knew Alexa, though, that's like a Thursday yeah. Yeah, for okay. Alexa. <laughs> like, if you go to his Twitter account, that's literally like every second post. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> Alexa was here at the premiere on Tuesday and he walked in and he went, oh, thank God it's that one. LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> So what, what, what was the one that he was fearing? So he, I think he was going to try and make a video about this guy he found that skinned cats. And so, you know... No, I've talked to him about, about that. Yeah, I've seen the cats. <laughs> so he was like, I would turn up with the camera. I was five minutes late. His clothes were off. Uh, <laughs> and he was like, do you want to see the cats? And I was like, yes, of course I want to see the cats. And I think his girlfriend or someone at the time just like threw some skin cats down at me. Mm. And I was like, fantastic. That sounds like a classic <laughs> Alexa <laughs> Did you find out if there is indeed more than one way to skin a cat? <laughs> <laughs> Get back to them. Get back to them. <laughs> Mark, I would say you're better than that, but I've I seen know. the photo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you a question though about because a lot of people want to get into art and there's a lot of you know arts people here in this, but I want to ask Jen about the the, the you know the approach of what what it takes to get art. So the picture we talked about earlier, which is just a suit hanging on the wall there, okay, actually has a fascinating backstory. That is actually Karl Stefanovic's sexism suit. So <laughs> now, but this is the story behind it. You flew to the Sunshine Coast to Noosa to try and find this. Should I explain what Carl <laughs> Stephanie's... This is the suit that he wore for like a year, every day over and over, to show, prove that people cared about what women wore, not what men wore. It was... It, it, look, it's a great shame that in actual fact it's the greatest sta- statement about fashion waste that's ever been made by Carl Stefanovic. <laughs> <laughs> True. He's our greatest environmental warrior and sexism warrior that there is. <laughs> okay? We're all... Sp- <laughs> Jermaine Greer was good, but, you know, <laughs> in terms of Australian feminists, I think Carl Stefanovic yeah, yeah. ranks high. Smashed her out of the park yeah. uh, just by not changing. <laughs> but you flew to Noosa to get it. Now, tell, talk us through what you went through to actually get this. Well, so I, I sort of stalked this guy for about a month and I followed him on every social media and I found his parents because I knew this suit had been auctioned off to a kind of wedding company on Hamilton Island. And so I found everyone in, involved in that organisation and I was like, where's the suit? Uh, <laughs> who's got it? Who's got it? And it ended up being the son of the owners who had moved to Noosa and he was in America. So it, cost, it crossed like four different time zones and it was just hanging out in his wardrobe. 
I'm like, I'm coming to your house. Um, <laughs> but the, 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 the interesting part of it is you're leaving out the pack. It says on this thing, you slept overnight in a public toilet. <laughs> your trousers tucked into your socks to fend off deadly spiders. Yeah. With $10,000 of uninsured camera equipment <laughs> in a Noosa toilet. <laughs> yeah, that's typical Noosa life, isn't it? I like What I like about this is that... To Jen, that's just the normal part of the art story. She didn't even think that was the strange part of it. She's like, I'm going to do that every night. What are you talking about? Australian, I'm an artist. Australian public toilets are so clean. They are cleaner than places that I've rented. It's, so it's, like there's, there's been some campaigning done by some prominent radio personalities in Australia <laughs> to ensure that they're better than other ones. That's good, yes. No, I, ins- I inspected one earlier today. I put, I put in an offer of $1,000 a week. And, uh, <laughs> Could I, could I put my spare art there if you get it? Because I just got too much fucking art for the wall. It could be like the Marrickville Metro where they put the big portrait of young Albo up. We could just put the portrait of you up there. That'd be great. Brilliant. If anyone's got a spare toilet for my art, that'd be great. But so but the, the guy literally has just bought this suit and is just holding onto it in, in Noosa. Yeah. You can rent it out, can't you? Well, no, now you can. Now it just is in his wardrobe. Because he left his parents and started his own business. I don't know, doing something boring. <laughs> so now he has the suit just in his wardrobe. Oh, but so at least he's a offer. feminist. Uh, <laughs> what I like about this story, though, is that, is that Jen, as a photographer doing this kind of art exhibition, has better investigative journalism <laughs> skills than most journalists <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> She's tracked this guy down. <laughs> Genuinely. And I, w- I will say as well, there was an ABC documentary just before this that was partly about the chaser and being offensive and stuff, and they tried to track it down, and they didn't. They couldn't do it. Well, there you go. I so mean, when, when has Kate McClymont ever slept in a toilet? I ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> but talking of journalists, Friendly Geordies, he's also on the wall there. He is, yeah. Do you yeah. want to explain what happened uh, the night you shot him? I mean, yeah. not shot him. <laughs> 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 I turn up to his place. He's super stressed. His whole team is super stressed. You're in the studio, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm in his little studio place. Got fishes and paintings of himself everywhere. Um, <laughs> Craig, Craig, callback, unintentional callback. <laughs> and he, and Stealing he, my material. <laughs> 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 and, he's, and he's super distracted, super stressed because he can't find his house keys. And I'm there and I'm like, I don't care about your house keys. I'm here to photograph you. So stop looking. You don't need your house keys. They're not important. Forget about it. <laughs> the next day... I've slept, I've slept in piss. <laughs> <laughs> I'd kill for fucking house keys. <laughs> <laughs> I've killed several wild pests <laughs> with my bare hands. While boasting about having uh, house keys. You know? <laughs> I got here on the back of a wild deer. (laughs) (laughs) And so the next day, I get a text message of a house on fire, and it's his house. (laughs) He had not found his house keys because I had distracted him, and so he was safe. I saved his life. He slept in the studio that night. And they found as well his fire alarm had been tampered with at his home, so him and his girlfriend would have just been burnt alive. Did, so, did can he? I ask you, Jennifer, yeah. did you firebomb his house? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. For the sake of this anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I turned up, he invited me to the press conference, and when I turned up, he was like, 
I bet you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> did he, on any level, you accuse like, no, you? Like, oh, sorry, did he, like, on any level, accuse you of firebombing? I don't think legally he could. No, true. <laughs> well, but surely. obviously you were massively disappointed because had he died in that, you would have got the last photograph of him, which exactly, is... Exactly, exactly. Way, way fucking worth way more. <laughs> I mean, the fact that it's just one of 20 things out the back there is because he's still alive. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. I want the artist in the Hey, I'm just saying to the artist in the room, finish the job. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to broadcast this, are we? <laughs> Well, I'm currently the editor, so how about we just edit that one out? <laughs> Note to me later, leave it in. That's Where do we go from there? I don't know. <laughs> Surely that's enough. Is that enough? <laughs> to be fair, you've given them a tip of how to get arts funding. I've told them how to make a picture be worth a lot more. What the fuck more can we give this arts crowd? Oh, you've also, taught, you've also, also taught young artists that their life is worth more if they just cut it off now. Like, that's <laughs> the vibe we end on. Great vibe, everyone. Merry Christmas. Christ. Anyway, so usually uh, Dominic Knight co-hosts The Chaser Report. And the one skill that he has is he, he always has the ability to sort of wrap things up neatly. So that's... Uh, that's been, uh, <laughs> A lot of people, a lot of people think that's a bit. But the other day, I had to edit a podcast episode with Charles and a literal robot. I'm not kidding. Charles went, "Dom's not here, so what could I do? Could I call any number of my friends that I know are great at talking on podcast? Nah, I'm just gonna interview Google's new AI, and I'm gonna stretch it out for 15 minutes, and then I'm listening to this thing at 11 p.m. at night while editing, going, "Fuck, like this is." It, it, it was it was sad because listening. Charles got out Fox by like, <laughs> yeah. Charles Charles signed the company over to Google AI. Fucking never leave it to Charles. At one point, the AI went, Charles, do you think we should wrap this episode up now? <laughs> Hang on. Hang on, that's great. That means we will replace Tom. That's his only use. <laughs> It was a low point. It was right. I, I didn't know. I can't believe I'm even telling you this. I wouldn't. I wasn't planning on outing this problem, but I debated texting you, being like, "Charles, this is maybe the worst episode we, that you have ever recorded." We got of this so show. many complaints about it as well. People emailed just going, "Please never do that again." And then the, sto the story keeps going, and I haven't told you this bit either because I'm convinced you actually didn't listen to the next episode. The next episode happens because on that episode, Charles very down in the dumps of what he's just done says and i promise dom will be back tomorrow and then lo and behold the next day comes i'm like cool so when are you guys recording and they go oh ah fuck and so they don't record anything and then charles is like oh we'll just you know go back to one of the war stories but the problem is when he said so you know go back to the war stories the protocol is you have to still do an intro and i didn't feel like recording one so i just went on ai <laughs> And I, I made Snoop Dogg <laughs> give the intro to the next episode of the podcast. And you never said anything. So I was just convinced you never listened to it. I did not ask your opinion. That's this week. That happened like three days ago. And I just want to point out, <sighs> has anyone noticed that Dom hasn't done the last several podcasts? <laughs> Guess who got the last photo of Dom Knight, ladies and gentlemen. 
I told you. <laughs> Finish the job. I'm selling it out the front. It's worth millions. <laughs> uh, well, since Charles is incapable of this, this has been the Chaser Report. report. <laughs> yeah. Let's look at the nude guy. <laughs> Our gear is from Rode and we're part of the Iconoclast Network. See ya! <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps to Detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.